I'm grateful for that moment of crisis a little bit in our relationship in the sense that it made me realize that I had become dependent on your validation, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that at the end of the day, I, you've instilled values in me, Mm -hmm. but I have to live them according to how I want to live them, right? And I can't, my life can't, I can't live your life, right? Mm -hmm. You have your life and I'm living my life and Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're going to love me and sometimes you're going to disapprove of my mm-hmm. opinions, mm-hmm. but these are my decisions, right? And mm-hmm. if this is a decision I make, I have to be able to live with them and not expect that you're going to be happy with them all the time. Hello there. I'm Yonka Kamara. Welcome to Kume Turning Point Diaries, where we share stories of critical moments in our personal and professional lives. I'm really delighted to be joined by my father, Mr. Kerali Kamara, who I call Baba. He is one of the most treasured relationships I have in my life, and I was thrilled when he agreed to come on the show to talk about our relationship. We share a very special bond. Our relationship is not perfect. It's one that's always growing and expanding, and I've learned so much from him. Let's say dynamic, okay? (laughs) Okay, dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dynamic relationship. Um, But I wanted to have him here because we are always talking about our relationship and always working on our relationship. And a relationship, I think, um, that many people have in some shape or form, right? And so, Baba, welcome on the show. Thank you, thank you, I'm proud to be here. I'm happy to have you. Yeah. <laughs> let's tell some stories. Let's tell some stories, <laughs> okay. Baba, give our audience a little bit of background about yourself, okay, where you're from, right? And a little bit about your childhood, so they just get a little bit of who you are. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, I will, uh, you know, I, as you know, I'm, I come from Sierra Leone, and uh, I've been in America for a long time, but I'm still, you know, uh, that man from the countryside in Africa, so I'm, I carry that, those values with me, and I'm happy to be here because this is really about storytelling, and you know I'm a storyteller. I know you so are. <laughs> so <laughs> I enjoy storytelling. So, and I'm happy that my daughter is doing something that has to do with people enabling people to tell their stories and share their stories. So I'm very, I'm proud to be here. Yeah, thank you, and I'm so grateful that you passed on that love for stories and for people to me and my brothers and. So, yeah, Um, I wanted to talk to you about a turning point in our relationship. I know that there was one I in my mind is one particular point, um, but I was I wanted to start off with you. Um, What point did you feel a change in our relationship over the years or any moments? I just wanted to capture a moment of transition in our relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, that's interesting that you say that because what I've what I've learned from discussing the many discussions we had with you, something that I might consider to be a turning point in our relationship, you may not be aware of that, mm-hmm. or some point that you think uh, is a turning point in our relationship, I may not be even aware of that. So 
even bringing the question up, you know, means that we're going to really get into some interesting discussions. Now, to me, uh, our the turning point in our relationship, I think not just you and I, but you and the rest of the family, uh, was when I finally was able to sit with you and tell you how I felt about you having to stay with my side of the family instead of your mother, for example. Mm -hmm. And I had to uh, admit to you that I had a mixed feeling about it and I regretted what I, the options I gave you as my daughter to be able to decide where you wanted to live. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and because I didn't, I didn't appreciate the consequences of that choice mm -hmm. being made, that you stay with me without you understanding that, in fact, this was a possibility and that it may not be, at that time, may not be the thing that you wanted. Mm -hmm. So for people <laughs> who, who don't know much about me, um, my biological parents are divorced, and I was raised. I was then raised by my father mm -hmm. and my stepmom, who I call mom, uh, right? Yeah. And um, and that decision was made for me to be to live with them permanently at the age of nine. Mm -hmm. And um, and since then, you know, a lot has happened. But yeah, I think I think for me. It's not a change I necessarily think about, but now that you've brought it up, I know for sure it definitely made, it made a change in my life, right? Because I think I then came to terms that this, this was New York and with you and Killian Mori and mom, you know, like that, that was my life, right? And yeah. there was no more back and forth, right? It, mm. it, there was more clarity and stability, right, in our relationship. Mm. Yeah. And well, it was after nine, after you were nine, actually. Yeah. Because, because you came at nine. You yeah. came from Sierra Leone at nine. And for a few years, you were going back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. And then somehow we had to make a decision, decision yeah. know, to, for you to stay in one place. Mm -hmm. And the process that we, well, I guess I guess I was the one who initiated the process. And, and that's why I regretted it. And some, sometimes regretted it, is that we initiated the process where you and uh, Hawa, your biological mother, will decide where you will stay, mm -hmm. whether you will stay with me or you will stay with her. Mm -hmm. And obviously the decision was made for you to stay uh, with, with me. Mm -hmm. And as a father, I, I noticed that you is really disappointed with that. You mm -hmm. know, so it was a little bit, um, what shall I say? You know, I regretted it in a way, but so, the turning point came later on from mm -hmm. what from what I perceive of it is that you were dissatisfied with, mm -hmm. with that and so you you know I, I could see how uncomfortable how depressed you were about it so I had to call you in mm -hmm. into into home and say look mom you know I made you made this decision I may gave you all this decision to 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 decide and now I really regret it mm -hmm. because I would rather, ha rather forced you, mm -hmm. appear to you that I was forcing you to stay mm -hmm. with me than for you to think that your mother, your biological mother decided mm -hmm. that you are better off with me. Yeah. And because that was, to me, that was hurtful to you mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a decision I think I've also discussed with her in some ways. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, 
and she has told me that she and I, I agree with her now that mm. like it, it, it was the best decision mm. right mm -hmm. um, given the circumstances yeah. Um, and yeah so <laughs> yeah. well I was I was honestly I was aware of that that mm -hmm. that, that I actually I respected mm. uh, Howard's decision mm -hmm. to, to to make you stay with me yeah because I felt that you know with me given different circumstances that we she's in and the different circumstances I am in that you had more of an opportunity more mm -hmm. of an exposure more of a you know uh, an environment mm -hmm. for growth mm -hmm. you know for personal growth and so I respected that and even though you to me you didn't understand it as a child of course mm -hmm. a child doesn't you know to me a child doesn't just wants to be with mom or dad or parent, and they're satisfied with yeah. little, you know? They don't necessarily see the bigger picture. But I think, uh, to her credit, to mm -hmm. Howard's credit, I think she decided that given the two situations, that being here mm -hmm. would, is, is, would in the long run be something better for her child. Yeah. And that's what parents do. Yeah. That's she acted as a, as a good mother. Yeah. 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 To me, anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I guess now you shared your point, your turning point yeah. um, for me. But, yeah, but I, I didn't tell you what the turning point is. Okay, so what was the turning? So <laughs> it, was, it was a moment of transition, though, yeah, for, was, both, yeah, for both. Yeah, both yeah, of yeah. Us. But here's why I call it. Why did I? Why do I call it um, a turning point? That's okay. what I didn't get to yet. Okay. Okay. Why I call it a, a turning point is that I confronted you about the fact that look you coming to be in this family mm -hmm. was something that your brothers and your, your stepmother really pressured me to do. They were mm -hmm. anxious for you to be here. Mm -hmm. But because you are here and you, were, you, were, you wanted to be with your mother, it, 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 it's, it's like a rejection mm -hmm. you know, on, on your part mm -hmm. of them. I said, so, so, so at sometimes I used to think that you know it's because Dion wasn't treating you right. Mm -hmm. That's what she was doing. But then I, at that point, I began to realize, no, the problem may have been your dissatisfaction, your discomfort with the decision that was made. Mm -hmm. So I, when I said that to you, some seemed like to me, that's why I call it a turning point, seemed like something changed. Mm -hmm. Something changed. You understood better about, you know, the relationship, and so you, I noticed gradually your relationship with your brothers and your stepmother and me mm -hmm. seemed to have changed. Mm -hmm. And I was very, very happy about that because I thought Dion understood her limitations as not being your biological mother, mm -hmm. and she understood that, but I felt that she was really your mother. Mm -hmm. And she was, and some of your mother's relatives actually said it, your mm -hmm. mother's uh, brothers told, told well, me. Well, my mom even still says this, yeah. you know, even yeah. I remember our graduation yeah. dinner, she was like, Dion, you yeah. are her mom, yeah. you yeah. know, and then she even put a yeah. Yeah. Facebook so post she, about she, that. She put money on you, she gave you time, she, to me, one of the beautiful things that she did for you is gave you dance, mm -hmm. you know, and not that you are not, you are not graceful, you're always graceful, but she, because of the dance, you, she, you became a, a lot more graceful, a mm -hmm. lot more comfortable with your body and stuff like that. And that impacts your, your mm -hmm. social relationship. Mm -hmm. It impacts the way you relate to other people when you feel comfortable mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I, I, you know, I remember one time you came and he said, you know, we were doing quarantine and he said, Baba, I, I, one thing I want to do, you had a goal. And the goal was you wanted to do a solo in an African dance, mm -hmm. you know. And then you did it, mm -hmm. you know, and you, I have a picture of it. Mm -hmm. And that 
I think that I'm very grateful, mm -hmm. among other things, for Dion being there for you mm -hmm. because he gave you dance. Yeah, and yeah. that's what she loves. Yeah. That's all, all she's about. She gave you what she loves. Yeah. Okay. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm forever grateful for, yeah. for her and for yeah. everything she has done and for the type of mother she has been to me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I even around that time is when I stopped calling, referring to her as my stepmom, right? And yeah, I started yeah. referring yeah. as my mom. And yeah. so I think um, most of them, it's mostly my child, like elementary school friends who knew her as my stepmom. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. everybody after that, middle yes. school on, yeah, yeah, just yeah. knew her as my mom. Yes, yes, um, yes Because yes. I just, I didn't call her my stepmom anymore. I just called her my mom. And yes. I think, and yes. for me, I think that was also for me to realize, like this, like I said before, yeah. like this was my life, yeah. you know, and this yeah. was, I wasn't moving, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. live. Yeah. And just as a matter of fact, it's like, mm -hmm. just deal with it. Yes. And also, I, I also, I did remember as a kid, I was a little bit anxious, yeah. you know, because I remember going to the bathroom a lot around yeah. that time. Yeah. And after I got comfortable with it, I just kind of like wasn't going to the bathroom as much. Yeah, yeah. And that's TMI, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I just like things just no because I remember one of my teachers told mom mm. like, oh, maybe she, she might have diabetes because yeah, she's yeah, always yeah. Yeah. going to the bathroom. Yeah. Not that I was just going to just escape, yeah, 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 but yeah. I think that. Yeah, you know, in retrospect, yeah, yeah. it was just anxiety. Especially in the very beginning yeah. when you started to live with us, yeah. you were, you were, it was like that. I mean, yeah. we were all very concerned, but now, yeah. we, now we understand. So, and it's yeah. just anxiety yeah. um, manifesting. You, you must have gotten that from me because I get that way too. <laughs> <laughs> Going that way. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was a big one early on. And mm -hmm. I think because of that, you and I began to be so close yes. and talked a lot. You know, yeah, I think yeah. one of the things I, I am so grateful for both you and mom is that you guys always talk to us, yes. right? You yeah. always wanted us to feel free to come to you guys about how we were feeling. Mm -hmm. And you guys always, and then in exchange, you know, you told us how you were feeling about yeah. things, yes. right? Yeah, and so yeah. there was always an open line of communication. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you told us things that we necessarily didn't want to hear in terms yes. of like what you thought yeah, yeah, yeah. our character flaws were <laughs> or shortcomings were at the moment as a yeah, child to hear yeah. that from your parent. You're like, what? Yeah. You're supposed to think I'm perfect. But, um, but I think hearing that, you know, I realized that we had an honest relationship, right? And so yeah. I could always come to you and, and that you, you know, loved me unconditionally yeah. for that. Um, for me, speaking of unconditional love, I think the turning point in our relationship was when I dated somebody a few years back who was white, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, in my, from my perspective, I felt that you, you were not supportive of this relationship mm -hmm. and, and made it clear to me in, <laughs> in some form that um, you were not, or that's how I felt anyways. And mm -hmm. I felt that it was like, uh, I felt really invalidated in terms of my opinion and my choice in mm -hmm. choosing who my partner was gonna be, right? Mm -hmm. And I also re recall like pulling away from you, right? Mm -hmm. Like putting a distance um, between us, you know, cause I, it's like, 
this was a man, meaning you, <laughs> my father, mm -hmm. who I always felt like I could talk to and about anything and everyone, and he was so happy and excited and so supportive. And then finally, I had something that I, I was so joyous about, right? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't share that joy because you had so many reservations about that relationship. And in my opinion, I felt like you didn't give it a chance to get to know the person, right? Yeah. And um, and you know, I am now. I, I think it's a turning point because I am grateful for. I say a lot of gratitude, but I'm grateful f for that moment of crisis a little bit in our relationship, in the sense that it made me realize that I had become dependent on your validation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that at the end of the day, I you have instilled values in me, mm -hmm. but I have to live them according to how I want to live them, right? And I can't, m my life can't, I can't live your life, right? Mm -hmm. You have your life and I'm living my life and that, you know, you're gonna love me and sometimes you're gonna disapprove of my mm -hmm. opinions, mm -hmm. but these are my decisions, right? And mm -hmm. if this is a decision I make, I have to be able to live with them and not expect that you're gonna be happy with them all the time. Yes. Well, it's the, let's, let's go, uh, <laughs> I would say it's, um, it's a turning point because probably it's, um, it gave you a different path to, yeah. to a trajectory. Uh, An interaction, uh, I think, yes, yeah. for a yeah. time there. Yeah, for me, I, I personally didn't, I didn't think of it, I didn't even realize that, that you had reserved yourself from mm -hmm. me because of that, because mm -hmm. I'm used to telling you things and that you initially will just not like, mm -hmm. and but that didn't change the way that we were. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't notice it till you actually raised that point. But here is the thing. It wasn't so much that you were going with a white person, but it, it is also going because you were going with a white person. That, that I reacted the way that I did. I did react, that the reaction was not disapproval of going with a white person. It was saying, if you're going with a white person and you're going to be serious, take your time to tell me that. Because I think, that I thought, and I hope that's what I told you, was that being with a white person is a very, very serious thing. And when you introduce your partner, say, but daddy, Baba, I want to introduce somebody to you. That is very serious you know, mm -hmm. from my point of view. That's like, you know, almost like saying, this is the person that I might marry, mm -hmm. okay? And I, from my point of view, that was quick. So take your time, date, but you know, take your time so you can understand this person. And that person, that perspective uh, has some assumptions, which is that in America, we have identities, racial identities. Those identities are based on some very fundamental assumptions about the author. Mm -hmm. And my experience coming to America as a young man from Africa, I had to discover in many difficult ways that I was black. Mm -hmm. And I was discovering this from people who are so-called white people with whom I had intimate relationships with. And I felt that 
that's something that if you are going to get involved with someone white or as such, you have to really be very, very serious about that person. And that, that, that person is someone that could represent you, can, can protect you, can be, it's not somebody that you will be defending yourself to. Why do I say that? I remember well, you saying that yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want you to spend yeah, your yes. life defending your relationship. Yeah, yeah. And in my at the moment, I just kept on thinking <laughs> the only person I'm defending mm. <laughs> this relationship to is you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. In my know. world, in I that know. time, yeah. I felt like I, you know. And 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 also, honestly speaking, I I was thinking about it from your background. I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I'm saying. I was saying. I wasn't sure whether or not you you are with this man because you really love who he is and what he's done and where he's going, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I thought I, I wasn't sure about that because you know, given our history, our colonial history, our slave history, our history of social and economic inferiority that has made it possible for us to value, uh, uh, to pre prefer light-skinned white people from Sierra Leone, from over in America, that even with any, within any of us, we have to struggle with the fact that we have this indoctrination in us, ingrained, that we struggle with, that says white is fine, white is right. And so I wanted to make sure that you took the time to find that this is, this person beyond all that is really that person, that mm. human being that you wanted to, to be with. And obviously, obviously thinking about that it is, you, you think about the effect that it had on you, I should have taken more time Mm -hmm. I should have invited you and ta -da 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 and find a different way to 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 approach you, but I didn't. Why didn't I do it? I I think about it, but that's because I've watched you growing up, you know, from Sierra Leone, where, where you know white is right and all that stuff, and people we get these senses of beauty that that are totally you know white oriented, like. I, Remember seeing somebody giving you a white doll and and, and sending me a picture with my <laughs> little daughter with a white doll and mm -hmm. uh, you know and for someone who has studied you know black psychology and reading Franz Fanon, black skin, white mass, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, it's very difficult for me to say that you know that oh you know this person just seeing off offhand that this person just loves this person because they of who they are not because of their light skin, because light skin preference, white preference, is a deeply ingrained cultural trait among African people right now. But I, I'm going to just... I'm just yeah, saying that's yeah, where yeah, I was yeah. coming from. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to just push back yeah. on that because for me, I was like, I know the type of parents I have, right? Mm -hmm. I can't just bring any old, like, not culturally competent or, you know, socially aware person Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of their race, yeah. To, to, to my parents, or mm. and, and that's not even the type of person I'm even attracted to, right? Yeah, yeah. And so for me, it was just like, wait, you know what I mean? I kind of felt all of this like judgment mm -hmm. of like my own values, and I was like, 
at what point did I show that like I did not have these same values or I was not as aware? So that's why I was like, for me, it was a turning point because I felt so much judgment about even who I am, right? Yeah. Or what you thought the type of person I was becoming, right? Yeah. And um, well, look at it, ma'am. I had encouraged you, mm -hmm. and I still don't know if you ever read them. But I had encouraged you to read Franz Fanon. I read it in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, <laughs> I you took know, critical yeah, race I, theory. I kept it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. You, I you told you this. One of my favorite professors who you met, and then who I actually remember, I gave him the um, the cloth, the cotton cloth. Mm -hmm. Was he's like a big, huge fan of Franz Fanon, and he's like, I believe, like even a Franz Fanon like scholar mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, yeah. We, so I told you. So you, maybe your memory. I don't, I don't, yeah. No, I don't. I didn't remember that. But I do, <laughs> did remember over and over trying to tell you, you must read Franz Fanon. You must read Franz Fanon. Where is that coming from? I may be wrong. I'm not saying that I'm right about it, but I'm telling you my point from, my, from the point of view that I was growing at it. Hey, if, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's a tall order for, for, for my daughter to marry uh, a white person. I'm, I have a big standard. You have to be a John Brown, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. You have to be somebody, you know, some white person that I know is so committed to mm -hmm. to the idea of equality and justice that they will put their their life on the line because otherwise I don't trust them, mm -hmm. you know. Because I, that's you know that's how that's what my 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 experience mm -hmm. in America and my reading of 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 race and ethnicity uh, that are, that are, that are, that are that I've gotten since I got here. And I'll tell you a small anecdote, and again, it's about stories. When I was in college, my first book, on in one of my earliest books was a book called Black Psychology. Mm -hmm. And in that Black Psychology, they tell this, in the story of this couple, mm -hmm. a black man and, and a white man, and mm -hmm. a white woman married for years. Mm -hmm. And people thought they are so wonderful together and all that stuff. And the, Guy fell ill, mm. and he died. Mm. And the woman says, "Thank God, the nigger is dead." Mm. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, man. After all these years, they can't overcome mm. this thing. So it's a very, very serious thing. Yeah, so mm. that's those are the kind of backgrounds that I'm coming, where I was coming from. And again, again, I think it, speak, it speaks to a lot to to this subject of this mm. this, this this podcast, which is that. I am coming from a different set, set of assumptions, mm -hmm. you know. And you may have read, you may have experienced, but you are young. Mm -hmm. You are young. You are much more open than than let's say someone like myself, mm -hmm. who has, you know, has all these accumulated experiences. But that means that you have a certain set of, you know, assumptions. You have a certain paradigm. You have a certain perspective, and. You could be looking at the, the same perspective. In fact, you are looking at some guy mm -hmm. that you met, I don't know how, that you liked, really liked, that you were so excited that I was seeing his face all over your materials, your, you know, your laptop and this and that. And I'm saying, what? How can you, this person all of a sudden take over my daughter's identity, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah, and to me, that's like <laughs> the crazy part. It's like, how is like, and like for you, I think also for you, it's like just the change in just the generation, right? So it's like, 
like our generation, like, yeah, you, you know, it, for me, it, it, it was very serious, right? So I did feel comfortable in sharing that, that aspect of my life, right? Mm -hmm. And, but for you, like, for me, I didn't think like having somebody, a picture with my significant other as my screensaver was like this, like the end all be all as in your, in your head, you know, I, like, I didn't realize like you thought that that was such a big deal. I just, it was just normal what, to me. It's like, what? you know, it's, we went on a vacation, we took a picture and you know, this, what, you know, and that's, I want to, that's true. That's true. Because I see, I see all the pictures you take, you take pictures with four men while you stretch like that in front of them. And I say, Oh my God, what, what am I doing? Yeah, you have a picture like that, man. You, you need to, okay, I need to, this, this just goes yeah. to show, I need to remove yeah. you from yeah, my was, no, fa Facebook. Yeah, there was four men, and then you go like this, you kneel down, and there were these four guys, I said, oh my God, you know, you know, you're talking to an African, or, or you, you're on the beach, yeah, in a, in a, okay, in a, biki in a bikini, and you are, okay. you, you, your leg is up like this, and another guy is holding, and this is talking to, this is my, this is Keule Kamara, this is, you know, this African man, he needs to get my daughter, what is she doing, you know, you know, so, yeah, yeah, so there is an intergenerational thing about um, what is normal in terms of how you appear and mm -hmm. how you do things, but to me, simply so to me when to me when you put if I, if I carry somebody's picture you know it's like oh that's important you know that's really really important and, and if I'm gonna make the whole world see me with this person as my significant that like I'm ready to marry this person right away today you see and I'm saying what take your time to me for my country take your time you know Give it some time before you but do that. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I go just. Ahead. But you were excited. Come on. I, Come yeah, I, was, I was. I was. I. I was very excited. Yeah, I was very yeah, excited, yeah, and yeah. despite your lack of support, I was still very excited. Um, but I just. Good. You grew up. Yeah, I just feel. At the time, you know, one of my brothers, mm -hmm. right, was mm -hmm. seeing somebody, right, yeah. and this this they the person was over the house and i just saw how like they were just you know we've talked about this and you've said you know well i didn't take it really seriously right yeah. but at the same time i'm like the the kind of interaction that you you and the rest of the family was having with this person mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i just felt like why can't i have like, can that interaction also be with my significant other? You know what I mean? So yeah, I, just, I just felt like... But you were never... You know, if you, you or your, uh, your brothers uh, never were never restricted about who you bring in the house. You, in particular, were bringing all kinds of people in the, in, in the thing, in the house. No, if you... To me... To no, me, no it's, mama, for me, the restriction is not... Let me clarify. The restriction wasn't about whether or not he could come over, like you guys invited, but I, I did feel like there was not this, like, interest in getting to know the person. And you, you the family, always take interest in people, getting to know people. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. for me, that was the thing where I was just like, you're not even trying to get to know the person. I, I, and I don't want the person to be the topic of this show. Yeah, I, I was just saying that I was just I brought it up as a point of a turning point in yeah. our relationship and in understanding mm. 
us and understanding for me also for the very first time I realized I was like okay my dad might not and at one point you know I I think you're open-minded but at that very point I was like well I guess my dad was not as open-minded as I thought you know I I it yeah, was well, it's really seeing you in a different light well that's 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 and seeing you maybe perfect. as more human you know I think I've kind of always idolized you in some in, in some respect let's but, continue to do that okay uh, thank you no I'm gonna see you as human <laughs> I'll see you as human um, okay. but I, I saw you and I saw who you are oh you know just we all have limitations right and understanding especially when it comes to our loved ones right and so I think that for me was where I saw that yeah, the way so, yeah no, I mean that's justified in terms of the way I, that's I think that's the important thing about this is that but when you you deal with people, we 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 all have like a certain set of hidden assumptions, right? Mm -hmm. And the obviously the hidden assumption is that you know that you had that dad will accept every anything, mm -hmm. right? He's very very open, open, yeah, and all that stuff. To me, yeah, yeah. My always thing is like uh, the statement I saw. Pray with your eyes open. Mm. Pray with your eyes open. That means, to me, you are open, but you are not blind. Mm -hmm. You know, and the realities of of existence means that you are constantly dealing with contradictions. Mm -hmm. And usually, there are many people who can assume certain things. Oh, if I left somebody, that's it. I'm just in love with that person, sector, sector. Now, somebody like me, who come from a very traditional background, significant order is, is a choice that you make. It is not falling on the sky. It's not like I'm so excited about this person, I want to marry them and I'm justified. That happens to me, that happens in the movies. Mm. You know? But if you really significantly want to have a life with this person, then you have to think about them you have to think about their families. You have to think about their communities and all that kind of stuff. So, part of for me, part of me saying, give it some time. You're gonna discover him, not just him. You're gonna discover his family. You're gonna discover his community, and because that's what's going to actually inf influence you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to impact your life tremendously. Mm -hmm. Not what the, what uh, Mr. X thinks about you but your environment with everybody else that going to impact your relationship. So from a ba very traditional background where I come from, you know, when I say you defending, you, you be stuck defending your relationship, is that when we get married, this is what I'm thinking, when you get married to this guy, you are, married a com you are actually marrying a community, you know, now, if you don't want that, you're going to have to go someplace, and mm. I've seen people do it, they move away from their communities. They go someplace far away where they can be just these two individuals that are in love with each other. Now, my assumption is not that. Mm. You see, my background doesn't allow me to assume that. Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, yes, I will accept anybody for my daughter, that my daughter loves, but I am going to look behind that person. I'm going to look beyond that one person that I see in front of me. I'm going to look at their community. I'm going to wonder. Now, 
What does that mean? Does that mean that my daughter is going to obey uh, my feelings? I didn't <laughs> obey my mother's feelings mm -hmm. when I chose my first partner. Mm -hmm. I went to her and they really didn't, they didn't want to. They, they actually talked to me about it. They had a whole family meeting about it. Mm -hmm. you know, and I had to, I basically told them that, hey, I have had a long, long relationship with this person mm -hmm. for years and we lived together and that I couldn't disobey them, but I wanted to make sure that they understood mm. that what my experience has been with uh, this woman, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so it, um, it eventually, to me, it forced my parents to reconsider mm. in almost immediately. Mm -hmm. they, after that, they came and they told me that what they, they told the person that what they were concerned about is that she understood the community mm -hmm. that she was coming to. So the assumption, see, so here now the complete assumption here is that you meet somebody, you love somebody, and you that's what really that matters, and you can but get yours, can I? Yeah. your assumption was that I saw the person and that I was loving blindly, right? Huh? Your well, your assumption was well, that not blindly, but you you were you were saying right away that you know that I want you to meet this person. Wasn't mm -hmm. that what you're saying? I didn't say right <laughs> away. I think no. I think it was. I didn't even. I to to if I remember correctly. Yeah. I did not even tell you I wanted you to meet the person. It's because you had seen a photo on social media on Facebook and then I remember I was like and then you I was like but I'm not even asking you to meet the person He's like well you are you already showed the person to the world so this way it's as if you're telling me you want me to meet the person and I'm just like no, yeah no. yes yes I, I, I remember, remember where I remember exactly I remember I tell you I remember exactly where I was like I, I remember exactly I was right here on my couch like when you had the com when we had the okay, conversation. Okay, so I tell you where I was where I, when we had this conversation. I was, you know, that that uh, Gantry State Park right there, mm -hmm. where where you, you go into the sea, you see the river and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I was exactly there, and I had to stand there and talk to you on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had seen it, but I was your pictures, but I was ignoring them. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say anything to you about it and all that stuff. But then you said you wanted to meet, want me to meet this person. Maybe that's how I remember it. I don't Again. remember. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's how I remember it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it boils down to, I want you to summarize it. Sum, su summarize it. What, did you, what does this discussion mean for us? For me, the whole, um, the assumption and during the during this time, right, um, was that you know you really didn't want to acknowledge this relationship, and so by saying you know give it time, give it time, all you were saying was like it's gonna end, right? Yeah. And then I'm never gonna have to deal with this person, mm -hmm. and um, and I really didn't like that. You know, I just felt like it was already it was like a negative energy, like. All relationships do come to an end, even if you marry or whatever, because we might die. You know, we all die, right? Mm -hmm. And so they do come to some kind of end, but I feel like you were already putting this energy about the end date, right? 
um, without giving it the opportunity to, to, for it to blossom, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, being how, given how close I was to you and how close I am to you, mm -hmm. I, it, it, was, it was very hurtful, right? Mm -hmm. And so I pulled away from, from you because, like I said, I didn't, wanna, I didn't want that energy around me. And, um, but we still did things that we always did, right? We still went on our father-daughter trip, you know, we still communicated. I just limited what I shared with you, right? And um, I think when it comes to romantic relationships, I don't share, you know, I'm not as um, open, right? Mm -hmm. Every so often I sometimes hit you up for advice about relationships, mm -hmm. but I don't really talk about a particular person, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and with mom, she's constantly always asking, she's like, you don't tell me. And I'm like, you've lost those privileges. Right. And it's not, it's, and it's not coming from a place of like, that is from a place of even protection for myself where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take my time to get to know the person and da da da. And you know, if it comes to that and if we end up together in a marriage, the family will, we will find a way to, to, um, to work together, right, mm -hmm. and understand each other. Um, so, so now it's not trying to get you guys to n know the person. It's more for me to know my partner and be confident in the decision that I've made, and not have the, your influence um, influence that. Yeah. So, well, I just just want to say some. Your mom, to be honest with you, your mom did not have the kind of attitude that I had. Mm -hmm. You know, your mom, she was, you know, honestly, she was excited for you, okay? She was, you know, you know mm. she was telling me, you know, she never had, you know, steady mm. serious relationship before. She's saying, so, so, I'm saying, well, you know, I'm coming, I'm at, you know, coming the expectation, mm -hmm. and she's, like, more excited. She mm -hmm. was really, you know, honestly, mm -hmm. more excited about the fact that you had somebody, mm -hmm. okay? But that's the exact part. But my, my, this comes to what my, where I come in. My, I, where I came in, uh, I, I say, I've, you know, with all the considerations of race, ethnicity, and my experience here, et cetera, et cetera, my fundamental assumptions about relationships really comes from my background, mm -hmm. which is basically says that if you are going to have a serious relationship with another person, mm -hmm. that person is having a relationship with your family, mm -hmm. your community. Mm -hmm. So it's like community and families and lineages coming together. Mm -hmm. So... In the context of whether or not you know the person is is uh, is Caucasian or not, in general context, I will still want to know more. Mm -hmm. Usually, people explore you know that person. They they, they want to know the family, mm -hmm. the land they come from, who they are, etc., etc. And sometimes in my background, they will say no because of who they know, what they know of that person. So, and in the case of uh, 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 an interracial. Uh, situation in in america i'm thinking hey take your time you need to know the person but it's not just the person you need to know the family you need to know what community they're on because those are the things that are going to impact you greatly mm -hmm. it was only later on did i really form an opinion about your demand that you were introducing me to mm -hmm. i didn't form an i did form an opinion and that opinion was came much later mm -hmm. uh, we, when you were going through a foot operation mm -hmm. and I ended up being the person uh, that was 
with you in mm -hmm. the clinic, in the hospital, in the operation, when I thought to myself, and you were staying at our apartment, mm -hmm. you know, downstairs from us, I think for, I don't know how many weeks, mm -hmm. but I never saw him there, mm -hmm. you know, so I expected that at least to see him. Mm -hmm. So, And you know what's so funny about that whole, because you, you told me about that, I remember when we, yeah. we broke up and you came to get me and we were, I was talking to you and you brought that up, and for me it was like, Again, given how so, uncomfortable, uh, right, yeah, the whole yeah. thing was, right? Yeah, yeah. I was I was uncomfortable because I've watched the interactions that he's had with the family. Yeah. But I didn't feel like it was very embracing, right? Yeah. And I'm going through this and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with trying to make somebody feel comfortable while I'm also uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. And so so it w we did decide to, you know, um, and that's why I went, I moved downstairs to the apartment downstairs because mm. I wanted i wanted him to come and for me to be comfortable yeah. you know and but for you it you he, should, you he should have been at the hospital he should have been at the clinic he should have been where you were going through the 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 most important part of of the things not yeah. just the being downstairs is is you are going to go to an operation yeah you, you are going to go someplace where you needed your partner there mm -hmm. you know I was glad to be there I'm happy that, that I had the time mm -hmm. to be there mm -hmm. but if he was there and along with you and I see him taking care of you why do you think mama why do you think I'm gonna feel as a as a as a as a father mm -hmm. I'm going to feel you know no matter what my objections are this this guy seemed to be so interested in my child mm -hmm. He's, de he's demonstrated to me, mm -hmm. you know. I'm not in love with him, mm -hmm. you know. What I'm, what I am, is a parent, mm -hmm. and I, again, it's an assumption. I'm, I'm a parent, mm -hmm. and I want to know that my f daughter is going to be with somebody mm -hmm. who is X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're marrying a, a white, uh, an African person from Nigeria, from Selio, there are lots of things that you have in common, there's lots of things I know about the community that he's coming from, et cetera, et cetera, what kind of support you're gonna get or not get. If you're going to go be in a community of white people in America as a black woman, that is going to require a lot of strength and support. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's serious. That's so, as a parent, that's what you want to look at. That's mm -hmm. what this you, you're interested in your child's security mm -hmm. and protection. Mm -hmm. You know, so anyway, that's where I was coming from. Obviously, it's not the same thing. You know, young people in America, to me anyway, uh, don't think about those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You know, some people do. The upper classes, yeah. they don't throw their kids away. Mm -hmm. The upper classes are still be throwing their 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 kids, mm -hmm. their daughters to marry that person to marry that person because they think about all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And we we are told that you know our, that's other ways of thinking about the family, the community, and so forth. That's old. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be just the individuals. So, so that's, that's obviously sentimental assumptions, mm -hmm. you know, differences between what young people, younger people might think about uh, relationship and what older people like myself might think about relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What was it like? Because obviously, you know, it was clear through your explanation mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the assumptions of that turning point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it like being an African immigrant raising your children in America, right? Because all of this was yeah. part of what was the 
conflict, right? Yeah, in, yeah. Well, in yeah, if, let, if you are an immigrant, it's issue, there is an issue of identity. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I grew, grew up here. I mean, when my kids were growing up, you guys were growing up, people would, I would say that they're Africans. Mm -hmm. okay? And people would say, well, they're not Africans, they're Americans. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You see? Um, so, and, and, uh, and, and then your, your, some of your colleagues will say, not you particularly, but some of your colleagues with, with William Murray will tell them, well, you can't speak African. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. you understand what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. don't belong so and so. But I was always telling them, that telling you guys that you are Africans, and so you know, for me the challenge was to 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 impart a sense of identity mm. that's based on values. Mm. You know, it's not your skin color. It's not because you're from Africa. It's because of the values and how you perceive yourself. Yeah. So I grew up, as uh, as you very well know, from a tradition. Mm -hmm. of storytellers mm -hmm. that you know we are storytellers yeah. and as i explore that background i keep imparting that to you guys mm -hmm. you know, that hey you come you are fina you are fina so you are more than a, a Sierra Leonean or an african or american you are beyond that you are a storyteller and yeah. in a way some people think you know that's a vocation it's not a vocation it's a being mm. you know when you conceive yourself as somebody who's a storyteller and who is a story you see how connected you are with everybody else mm. because everybody else is just a story yeah. you know you live a life you at the end of the day you're just a story to somebody else mm. you know so that's that the challenge is to really do that because in a, in a society where it's so material, mm. so oriented towards achieving and achieving and achieving, and I, I, I couldn't afford to give my children those kinds of material things. Mm. You know, not that I tried that that hard to. I just made sure though that uh, that you guys get a story that doesn't tell you and confine you to a kind of identity. That doesn't give you the freedom mm. of the freedom that saying I am a storyteller gives mm. you. Does that make sense? Yeah. To that freedom and, and you know I'm always talking about freedom. Yeah. Freedom to impart to my kids a sense of freedom. Mm. Yeah. That they are free. They're not. And you must admit, you know, I always and probably that's probably part of the shock with you, you know, with your turning point thing is that I'm always telling you you are free to do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. Free. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you're like, yeah. no, you're not that that free. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So and so just yeah. to end, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just so grateful for yeah. that freedom or that sense of believing that yeah. I'm free. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. and um, when you often feel as if you're not, you yeah. know, f yeah. even yeah. physically, you yeah. know, you you might think you're free, but physically your yeah. body is always free. under attack. Yeah. But having the the mental. Um, having the, m the mindset that mm. I am free yeah. and that I can be anything yeah, and do actually, anything. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and because of that, I think I've been able to have all kinds of relationships with people right. and have interactions yeah, with yeah. people because I know that, you know, that they can't define who I am. Yeah, I, exactly. I define who I am That's and I'm right. free to be anything at yeah. any time, yes. you know? I think we've, We've talked a lot already yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, talked about two significant turning points in our relationship. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was one early on in my, you know, when I was much younger and one now as closer to where I am now. Yeah. And um, and I'm, and, I'm glad. And, uh,
And huh? I did, I, just, like you, just like you say, well, the relationship came to an end uh, anyway. For me, you know, sadly, it was sad because I saw you going through pain with it. It was that sadly vindicated, mm. you know, I, you know that, that, that you ended up breaking with this guy. It, 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 it vindicated what I was saying, not that I wanted you to break up, you see, but I, you know, that, hey, this was not to me. Still, I know you still, you still talk highly of the, the, this person, but to me, this was not what I, you know, this didn't tell me that I made the wrong decision mm. and, and in terms of how I approached it. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's well, I yeah, I think we can like wrap up, yeah. but, but uh, one last thing mm. I wanted to ask you, what are you sure of and what are you unsure of about our relationship? About your, your our relationship, our really, because I think talking about assumptions, right? Yeah. You well, know, there well, are things, I, and like I was a sh always, a sh I was always sure of the validation, right? I was yeah. like, my parents are always going to support me, regardless of what decision I make. They might be critical, but I never expected the level of criticism <laughs> or of how critical you could be, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so now I think I'm. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's an example of what I mean when I say yeah, sure and yeah. unsure. Well, uh, this is, um, to me, I think, for me, I'm more confident, mm -hmm. you know, now than I was before. Mm -hmm. I'm more confident about your, your understanding, at least, mm -hmm. of where I am coming from, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I've seen you, to me, anyway, over the years, even during and after that, mm -hmm. I've seen you grow. Mm -hmm. you know, and I've seen you make choices. And I've seen you, to me anyway, think deeply about you know, your relationships. Mm -hmm. you know, and so I am more confident mm. in that way. Mm. I, uh, as um, as uh, I'm, I'm unsure of is, is simply that, you know, as you know me, I always wanted my children to be around me. Mm. You know, I, I'm not like other people that think, oh, you've grown up, go away. <laughs> you know, I want you to be around me. Mm -hmm. So I'm never sure, I, for you and your brothers, I'm not sure what are you, where you're going to go end up, you know, as, as such. So, yeah, that is, that is a level of insecurity in the sense that as I get older, mm. I want to know. Mm. I want to be able to know uh, that, that, my kids are going to be around, mm. you know, and and I will not hold you to stay mm. with me just so I can feel that way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I look at, at uh, uh, families that I really admire, for example, the Jacksons that I grew up with, all these married children and grandchildren are all around Mr. and Mrs. Jackson, or now it's just Mrs. Jackson, mm -hmm. but this, that's a that's community. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what you're gonna, what's gonna, what's gonna happen to you or Kelly or Mori, where where you're gonna end up. So sure, yeah, that's a, that's is a, a bit of an insecurity from mm -hmm. from from an African man's point of view, a mm -hmm. manding man's point of view. You see. But what does that mean for our relationship? Do you feel like we won't be if if we were not in close proximity, right? Yeah. Like, well, does that mean that we're not gonna be as close? Well, you know. Geography has a lot to, to play, you know. Uh, look, 
Well, my like tell you, I can only tell to give you my example of my myself. Mm. As you know, I left home, my mother and my mm. father, when I was about one year and a half old. Mm -hmm. I stayed with my grandmother, and you know, for a long time, you know, and before I went to school. And my mother always said she forgot that she sometimes forgot that she had a child from in some other village, mm. you know, and. Um, then later on, I was taken away to school so far away where I was away from my parents and stuff like that, you know, and, and I grew up like that. Mm -hmm. So I grew up away from my, my, my mother and father. Then I came to America. That's even farther away. Now, the love that I had for my mother and my father never changed. Mm -hmm. But the kind of closeness where I'm constantly talking to them, like we now do, you and I, we meet in occasions, we are so and so and so, we, we are part of my social life, et cetera, et cetera, mm. in some way, is, you know, that may not be. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm. Because you may be living in, you know, as I say, Lokturukumbo, that's like <laughs> Siberia, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'll be living in, in Sierra Leone or something. Mm. So, so, yeah, and of course, technology makes it easier for us to now communicate than it was before, but mm -hmm. it's still not the same. It's, still, mm. it's not the same as seeing my daughter's face and, you know, sharing her food and, you know, like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm... I'm sure of our our love for one another. Mm. I'm sure of our bond, mm. you know, especially having um, the changes that I expressed earlier. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I know that you've expressed time and time again that like your desire to move back to Sierra Leone and like retire there permanently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I never, I never really thought about what that would mean for our relationship in terms of the distance, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess I agree with you that like, the thing I'm unsure of is just, um, is where we're gonna be and what that means for yeah. us yeah. as a family. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 So well, you know, it's a, you know, something I'll, I'll say to you is that, you know, it's just a, an observation of myself. Mm. You know, I tend to, to be, deal with, whoever is in front of me mm. more than think about because of because of, of the story that I just told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to always create my life where I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, that, and that's what I did in America too. Mm -hmm. I created my life here. You know, so you know, I'm conscious of the fact that when somebody's right here in front of me all the time, I pay more attention. Yeah. You know, I pay more attention than if the person is away. I think about them, you know, but, you know, okay, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Baba, for joining me. I look forward to maybe having you another time. Just but uh, but for now. Just, let's just talk. Let's just talk. Okay. Okay? Just talk. Okay, just talk. Yeah. Just talk. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share the episode. Be sure to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Turning Point Diaries. Kume, until next time.
theme music by Exile Dynamics, featuring more box. <laughs> 